What's up, everybody? It's Coach Dave, and I lift. Coach Carol, I also lift. Welcome to the She Lifts. He Lifts podcast. And today we are getting working back in our back to basics month, and our we're getting ourselves set up for our New Year's resolutions. Oh my God, I can see the excitement beaming off of your face that we're back on nutrition. What are we talking about today? We're talking about how to set ourselves up for success in our nutrition uh, as far as our fitness journey goes, not just in the new year, but just for long term. And we've talked about nutrition a couple of times on the show and talked about some basics as far as protein and why, blah, 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 blah. But I'm really going to get into the how, not, not just the why, but the how, Um, especially, especially if you were starting from a very unhealthy point even if you are in a more consistent point there's some things you may pick up because nutrition is one of those things and in our last episode we kind of talked about um uh our fitness in the gym and more so than in the gym in the gym if we get away from sort of basics a little bit Mm -hmm. we can always come back to them and then still sort of start continue seeing results nutrition is one of those things and we're going to get into this a little later but the, once you sort of make that change, you kind of almost want to stick with that change. You think? Uh, well, I think. yes, I do because I do. I've lived it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So before we get started, I mean, it, if you've got a significant health issue, consult your healthcare professional. But I am going to say one thing about that. Just know that your doctor is not going to be able to give you nutrition advice. And if they do, sometimes it's not even the best advice um, because they have like this much training in it. So trust them for things. But nutrition wise, you want someone who has a nutrition certification like I do Um, in the industry. It's one of the best in the, you know, I mean, I went through precision nutrition. It's one of the best ones out there. I love the program. There's a lot of good things out there. Registered dietitians, you know, look to somebody who's actually done some studying versus, um, you know, I'm careful in my wording, but people who use the word nutrition coach lightly and they're involved in multi-level marketing schemes to sell you food (laughs) products or shakes or something just know that just be careful with stuff like that okay we're talking about long-term success and before I say any of this stuff if you're new to looking at your nutrition and you don't have a coach you're not going to be able to do all these things at once again that's typically why you hire someone to kind of help you through the steps but I am going to give an overview and Dave's going to you know come in and talk about some other things just things you can do to set yourself up for better success Um, So one of the first things that I tell any of my clients, it's not about deprivation. It's not all or nothing. Like if you eat something on a Monday afternoon and you're like, oh my gosh, I had lunch and it was just out of control. I forgot my lunch and I ordered whatever. Okay, move on. Don't make the rest of the day reflect that. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, well, I screwed up lunch. So now I'm just going to eat like 10 pizzas and ice cream for dinner. No, you ate lunch. Move on. You were going to eat that. Well, it would be pretty delicious. (laughs) I said, what's everybody else going to eat? But like all or nothing deprivation, that's never going to work. You're setting yourself up for failure that way. To set yourself up for success, my favorite word is balance. And that's what it means. Like as you progress in your nutrition journey, you will start to naturally make better choices. In the beginning, it's not so easy. But again, Food is neither good nor bad. It doesn't have a soul. It doesn't have a conscience. It's not good food, bad food. It's just food. It's cupcakes are over here. Apples are over here. Pick one. Neither one is going to kill you just in one at a time, right? But it's it's okay. A cupcake is delicious. It's full of sugar. The better choice might be an apple with, you know, almonds. 
And I really think when it comes to nutrition, it, 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 there are two things that we have to throw. One, like you said, is balance. And the other one is progression. Yeah. The, and the reason I, I say progression, one of the things I talk about with, we talk about with this show is fitness for real life. Sure. And when I, and I, someone asked me about that um, recently. What, what do you mean by fitness for real life? Fitness is not, fitness is not one size fits all. Fitness mm -hmm. is not a, 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 a one way or another. Fit, there are different levels of fitness, you know, just like uh, among athletes, you know, you, you talk about a marathon runner being in shape, talk about a power lifter in sh being in shape. Can a power lifter run a mar marathon? Most likely not. Probably not. Right. Can a, can a marathon runner usually do a clean and jerk, a proper clean and jerk? Usually not. Right. Those are not, but they're still both in shape and both generally fairly healthy individuals. Right. Um, except for all that running. Um, it's terrible. Um, but all, but so what, what's your, the first thing I think with nutrition is you really have to identify the point in which you're like, all right, this is where I want to be. And then work from there. If that makes sense. Well, yeah. I mean, because again, nutrition, if, if I'm working with a client and again, I, and like Dave, I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm typically not gonna work with somebody who's like, I wanna train for, you know, triathlon. I would refer them to somebody else. This is like nutrition and fitness for real life and just being, my tagline is like, being the healthiest version of you. Mm -hmm. And health has many different faces, right? Mm -hmm. So nutrition does too. What I coach one client is not gonna be the same mm -hmm. as another. It's very, very different. Um, so, you know, just keep in mind the balance and natural progression. You know, some of the things to make it, um, to make it easier for you to be successful is like, again, I would not say we talked about this. Don't, if you're brand new to like your nutrition journey and you have a house full of junk food, I would not suggest that you take it all out of the house at no, one time no. and throw it all away and just buy all broccoli and chicken. We always pick on broccoli and all chicken, right? right? But don't do that because when you get a craving and you will mm -hmm. and you've got nothing by the time you get to something you're going to be full on just facing a bag full of doritos or something else like it's not it's not the healthiest way now should you keep it all and continue to buy it no but it's a progression um one of the things i, I i've said we've talked about this before and like like you just said getting rid of it all if you're the kind of person I'm going to I'm going to pick on soda for a second. Yeah, go ahead. Or, or sugar or, or any type of sugary thing, but soda yeah. specifically. If you're the type of person that's drinking a, a two liter a day in so, of worth of soda, first yeah. of all, you're, you're that's about a, roughly about a thousand calories. But if you're drinking a two liter a day for soda and suddenly you cut that completely out. Yeah. And you're cutting out all this processed sugar and all this caffeine. It's, it's, it, there's a, I hate to use the term, but there's almost like a withdrawal well, type. Well, there's like a detox and a right. withdrawal from it. There is. Where you're going to be crabby, you're going to be cranky, sure. and you're going to be, and, and this is, there's a lot of layers to this, but it's going to make you want to jump off the wagon. It's going to make everybody else around you want you to jump off the wagon. It's, it's just, and it's going to make you. They're going to be handing you a Snickers Right, they're going to be handing you a Snickers. Here, like, eat a right, Snickers. Right. You're not yourself, right? There is, 
work your way down, work your way into it, right? Congrats. Work your way into it. We do one thing at a time. When I coach, we do one thing at a time. But so, so again, Go ahead. Let me ask you this. You, you, you have a new client. Like I said, you do almost primarily, you do, do some training, but you also do primarily um, nutrition. All my coaching coaches. is virtual. Yeah. Right. So like I can, so yeah. I come to you and say, this is, this is what my diet is. I'm eating fast food and I'm going to use a 270 pound Dave as an example. Okay. I'm eating fast food four to five times a week. Um, I'm drinking a two liter bottle of soda every, every, every night when I get home from work at nine o'clock till I go to bed at about 1130 midnight. Okay. Um, I'm eating lunch out probably four times. A What's the first thing you tell me to focus on? Dave, you're going to die. No. Well, I <laughs> That's why so, I'm talking to you in the first place, never, Carol. I would never say that. No, the first thing that I would want you to focus on, honestly, I'm a big one, especially, I don't even care if it's, if it's diet soda. I'm a big one on soda mm -hmm. and all the chemicals that goes into it. And I would just basically have you, you tell me, I never coach and tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. We talk about it and it's going to become something that you want to do. Can we just reduce that? Can we, can we cut that down by like so many glasses a day or so many cans a day or whatever? Mm -hmm. And we work on a plan to slowly pull you back from that habit first. Right, I'm not gonna come to you and say, give it all up. We're gonna work on one thing at a time. So, you know, that's kind of the approach. And and I would just say, you know, hey, look at, like, I don't know, you're eating hamburgers like twice a day. Like, you know, you add one more serving of protein, like figure out a, a healthy way to incorporate something not fast food like right you know so it's give and take and and it would all depend on that but i would not totally try and overhaul you all at once right you're not i mean unless you're that person who wants to do it that way and you come to me and say i want to use my fitness pal or chronometer um chronometer is so much better but anyway i'm going to use one of those things i'm going to weigh and measure all my food like i'm going to coach you how you want to be coached to a certain degree mm -hmm. But I'm also going to like issue caution on, you know, the burnout from that and the overwhelming, like just it's overwhelming to do it. And I've done it that way and I was really good at it, but like we can, we can, we'll touch on that later too. Um, you know, but setting yourself up for success is not changing everything at one time. You, you just, you can't, you're not going to stick with it. Um, Another thing we talked about, and you mentioned it, and I've actually um, coached a client that way too, is if you if you have certain things, like if your thing is ice cream, and let's say you've got a basement that it's a little inconvenient to go down to mm -hmm. the freezer in your basement, then put your ice cream in the freezer in the basement because you really got to think, do I really want to get up from my bed? Like if you have a late night craving and you're in bed and you're two floors up in your you know pajamas and you're all warm and you got to get up and actually go to the basement for that, you might think twice. So if you make things a little less convenient, mm -hmm. not having everything in the house at one time, you might have to go to the store to get something then if the store's close, walk to the store and get it. Like there's all kinds of tricks to, to still having life. Like you still have to have life, but it doesn't, life doesn't have to totally revolve around garbage food, right? Um, along that line, everybody likes snacks. Like we do, right? Have healthy alternatives for your sweet and salty. I'm like, I go between both. If I eat something sweet, I immediately want something salty. <laughs> I don't know about you all, but like, that's me. If I have something sweet, then I want something salty or vice versa, which is why we, you know, we kind of crave and, and we're set up to crave a lot of these like really palatable foods mm -hmm. that have come out. But 
there are healthy alternatives. If you work with a nutrition coach, we can give you ideas of what they are. But I mean, think about nuts and seeds, tortilla chips. They're not bad for you. It depends on what you're putting them in. But like chips and salsa, that's not, you know, that's, that's not, not the worst. No, that that's is not the certainly worst far from the, right. from, the, from the worst. Now, nachos, which are delicious, are a totally different ball game. But again, is it the worst thing you can do? Uh, no, but just some tortilla chips, guacamole and chips, right? So actually I've made high protein low, Low, low calorie nachos before okay I, and, and again this is one and of the and that's how you learn those tricks though right but it, but that is and that's one of my big things when it comes to nutrition and because it, it, it's one of the things that i again i've, I've talked about this before about being 270 pounds yeah. pounds i didn't get that way because i don't like junk food you know i i i was eating it all the time right part and i'm gonna also say this going back to the point about prog progression and balance I lived a very unbalanced life for about three or four years prior to gaining all that weight. Yeah. So where I was dead set on my nutrition, I was dead set on my workouts because I had, I don't say I had the goal of getting, of, but I was training for martial arts. Right. Then I was, you know, a, a, a husband and a father and, you know, I, I, was eating all the all the things that I didn't like. So when I got back on it, I really did have to progress. I really had where it's like, all right, on Wednesday nights when I go out to play pool, I'm going to eat in the bar, but I'm not going to do it until then. And then on Saturday yeah. nights when we had, so I'm sure. now and then work. Now it's like, you know, Monday through Sunday when the football game starts, I'm usually pretty on. And then sure. I, I eat pizza or wings or whatever we right. decide to eat. And you and you figure that out. I mean, but like healthy alternatives, there's a ton of stuff out there, and you can tweak. I mean. <laughs> We have access to so much on the internet that if you put in like healthy nachos and you look at the ingredients, you're going to figure out the difference between the ones that are going to totally clog your arteries and kill you and a healthier version, right? You can protein them up. There's tons of things you mm -hmm. can do. Um, you know, nuts, seeds, tortilla chips, popcorn. And again, popcorn or like popcorn loaded with, you know, a ridiculous amount of butter, salt, whatever. No, like pick popcorn, like find a healthy so alternative. Butter, so not popcorn from the movie theater. Yeah, no, except that that's so good, but I swear <laughs> they, they put, there's some, there's some drug in the butter, like that makes you want to just put more on there. But, um, sweet stuff. Think about people are going to probably fuss at me over dried fruit, dates and figs. Don't eat dried fruit all day, every day, but dried fruit, it's not the sugar. Like we've talked about that before. It's a different thing, right? But like, I like to take dates with goat cheese in them, like cut them in half and put a little goat cheese in it. You talk about, that's like an appetizer. It's delicious. Trail that mix. Sounds good. It's really, it's good. Um, figs. Mm, trail mix, really? Be careful with the trail mix. Again, there's say, that's different one of those kinds, things. okay? So there's the trail mix that I love that has the little like M&Ms in it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. If I had a serving of that, that would be fine. A serving is not a giant bag. It's often not even the small bags. Just be cognizant of stuff. Well, that's one of those things I think that if you, if you have it in a large bag and portion it out, it actually become better. Another sure. thing I am going to throw out there, and this is how this helps me at times. I don't have the world's biggest sweet tooth, but I do have clients that do. There are now, and again, I'm not suggesting that you eat these all day, every day. I'm not suggesting you eat these every day, period. Right. But <clears throat> there are high protein pop darts, high protein peanut butter cups, high protein cookies, high protein brownies, high protein. Um, 
I don't know. There was also high protein mac and cheese the other day when I'm like, mm, nope, not not even gonna give that one. A, I'm not even gonna give that one a whirl. Um, really, because I've had that. The muscle mac. It was yeah, in like, like it was like, in like a like cup. a high protein mac. Yeah. I mean, I can make one, but I'm talking when it was it was almost like uh, like give, in a give, cup, like in, like in the cup you would add water, stick it in the microwave. I think I have had something like that. It. It's okay. not it. Is it good? Not really. Okay. Like you're better off figuring out making your own. Okay, and that's yeah. that's what I would do. Okay. Um, but those types of things, if if you are in your beginning stages and you have made it to your first three four weeks and now all of a sudden you're you're like God I really want a popcorn God I really want a pop tart or I really want a peanut butter cup yeah. give one of them a whirl and again don't eat them all the time but if you're really fighting off that craving and and one of the things i've tr i've learned recently as i've been sort of studying some things about um uh, about women as they get older it's not i like how you're delicately approaching that i mean i really honestly you're within like arm right distance. I, right yeah. go ahead um what but no seriously so, so seriously sure. it's not women always complain about the how they have a harder time losing weight than men and there is some genetic reasons for that but one of the, the things, as you get into your, your early to mid-40s and your hormones, no offense, get out of whack. No, they are. Okay. They, they do. Good, because I was ducking the elbow right Which there. Which also makes us angry, but no, right, you go ahead. Right. But as your hormones get out of whack, <laughs> right. it's not the fact that your, your metabolism necessarily changes or even the fact that the laws of thermodynamics change. What happens is you have cravings that are borderline uncontrollable. Well, and, and, and again, there's a whole bunch of influencers out there on Instagram who have these magic pills for perimenopause and menopausal women that claim to balance your hormones. I'm going to let you know one thing. Most often, it's a natural progression. Yes, your hormones are going to shift, but that's not the reason you're not losing weight. You know, you do. You're, a woman's metabolism does slow. Oh, it does slow. You know, we stop, produ right. slow. we stop producing as much estrogen. You know, all these things start to happen and make it more difficult. That's a whole episode in itself. But the bottom line is you get to a point as a woman where what you did before is not going to work again and mm -hmm. you have to get smart about your nutrition. So one of the things that you're going to go into is, you know, later, and we talk about it on pretty much every episode in some way, is protein. Protein is king and 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 that, it just, it is. It's a fact and we'll talk about why. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, talk have about. have some healthy alternatives. By the way, Quest peanut butter cups. Uh. You don't like them? No. Really? No, they taste like diet peanut butter cups. And I love Reese's peanut butter I'm cups. I'm not sure we can be friends. Mm. I really, like, but, see, okay. that to so me I'm also gonna, to. I'm also going to say this. I've only ever tried them once. Okay. And that was, Christ, I was still in the car business when I tried them. I used to go, there was a GNC right next door to the dealer, and I used to. Go I made my own. That. And oh, I did really? make my own. Yeah. And let me tell you, you can make, you can see. So I'm sure you could. That's just what I'm not bad at baking. There's all kinds of ways to, to have a. You know, and, and I don't even call it a treat to have something sweet or have something salty. We don't treat ourselves. I don't treat myself or not treat myself. I just eat. I nourish mm -hmm. my body. Um, here's the, my favorite thing to talk about. Uh-oh. Ready? I get really, it's, it's, it rivals talking about fiber. But like, if you talk about gut health, because I have autoimmune disease, gut health is probably what tripped the switch for me and triggered my autoimmune disease to actually manifest. Okay. Um, gut health is super, super important. And 
generally speaking, the, you know, the American diet is going to kill you. you. You've got to eat better. If you don't want to do anything else, take a look at your gut health and incorporate. You have prebiotic foods, prebiotic feeds the good bacteria in mm -hmm. your gut. And we are 80% of our immune system is in our gut, like your between your stomach and your intestines, right? 80% of your immune system, your immune function comes from there, okay? We are made up of more bacteria than we are anything else. Feed the good stuff because that starves the bad stuff and keeps it in check, okay? Prebiotic foods, we're gonna go really quick down a list and if anybody wants more information, you can contact me. These are at the love things at love yourself health coaching. Yes. Thank you. On You're Facebook welcome. and Instagram, almonds, bananas, whole grain wheat. It's not your enemy. Um, whole grain corn. We're talking popcorn, polenta, grits, tortilla chips, things that people don't look at as a healthy alternative. They're going to feed the good stuff in your gut. Eat it. Whole grain, rye and barley, flax. So beer. We're not even going there. I'm kidding. Not going there. Flax, but you have to know one thing about flax. They come, if you buy flax seeds in the stores and you don't grind it up right before you use it, you're really gonna do nothing. They're simply gonna come out the other side. Flax oil is good. Um, flax oil I use to on my salads. I drizzle flax oil and seasonings and I don't- I haven't used flax oil in a while, but- It's I've, so good. I know, I mean, so, I know it's good for you. And I, not I just, to mention it's a good- um, of the, um, the, uh, the I'm gonna just totally like brain out here, but the DH- Oh yeah, yeah. DHA, DHA. yeah, thank you. Um, health, it's, it's in, in your healthy fats. Basically, it is. It's a healthy say. fat, and um, it's and I used it's to good put a for cup, you. I'll put a like a tablespoon in my uh, when I used to do smoothies. Yeah, I mean you can mask it. Soy, and don't tell me soy is bad for you. What's bad for you with soy is first of all the fact that it is a filler and an additive in almost every processed food out there. That's when soy turns evil. Soy is actually okay. Again, balance, you don't want to eat it every day, but edamame, eat edamame. Like there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with soy. Um, cabbage, sauerkraut, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, sauerkraut, I love, sauerkraut. I love too, but don't, don't, now here we get weird again, right? <laughs> Prebiotic, you destroy some of the properties of it if you heat it too hot. So warm, or I will eat it cold out of the jar in the fridge, like a tablespoon or so. It's gonna feed the good stuff. Raw garlic, raw and cooked onion, jacama. If you've never had jacama. I don't even know what that is. I've it is, heard of that. it's a, I wanna say it's a fruit. I'm not even sure it's a fruit or a vegetable, how it's classified, but like sprouts or Whole Foods has it. Um, you can cut it up into like strips that kind of look like French fries and cook them up in different ways. And it's really good. Peas, eggplant, artichoke, asparagus, honey is a prebiotic food. Oats, prebiotic food, raw leafy greens. Um, greens, again, we go back and forth between healthy and not. Eat some raw, cook some. Because if you eat too much raw spinach, there's, again, it's balanced. Like don't go... Don't go hog wild one way or another. If you eat everything raw, there's some um, chemicals in the in the vegetables that actually can make you not feel well. Like raw spinach, if I eat too much of it, I, I don't feel. That. I think that was that was a thing. It's a negative. That, that was a. I want to say it was a fairly short-lived fat diet. Fad diet. 
but it was it was like basically raw like you basically ate everything raw. everything raw it. yeah so so balance it out have a salad with spinach that's fine eat steamed spinach or saute your spinach that's fine too but spinach um beans those are all prebiotic they're gonna feed the good stuff now if you don't have a lot of good bacteria then you need the good bacteria and that's where you introduce your probiotic foods um and again, anytime you can get it from food versus a supplement, get it from food. Probiotic foods are yogurt um, and even like a non-dairy base, like coconut yogurt, fine. Um, sauerkraut, again, works both sides of the street. It's probiotic and prebiotic. Eat it. Kimchi, if you can tolerate it. I don't care for it. Um, pickles. Mm. You know, look, look at the jar. And a lot of them will talk about live cultures. Um, miso or tamari, that's soy. Um, tempeh is a fermented soy. Um, kombucha. Do you love it or hate it? Have you I've ever had it? I've never had it. Try it. It's an acquired taste. There's plenty out there. There's some that are real cloudy. You can actually see the stuff in it, like the starter. Then there's clearer versions if you're kind of averse to things floating in what you're drinking. You're to things floating in your drink. Floating in your drink, then you might. Yeah. But like kombucha does. And do, do yourself a favor, don't ever shake it like I did the first time I ever tried it because it literally went out the window of my car onto the car next to me. Nice. Because it was summertime and I had the window down and I shook this kombucha, opened it, and it just went everywhere. But anyway, kombucha is good for you. It's a fermented tea. Um, sour cream, cottage cheese, aged cheeses. Um, buttermilk or acidophilus milk. When you say aged cheeses. So you want to look. I mean, it, you could buy cheddar cheese. It is probably an aged cheese. But if it's a store brand or like a craft brand, it's probably not as good as if you go to a store that's going to have like. So if you get it, if you get the one that's in the block, in the, not in, we're not in the dairy right above the, next to the eggs, but if you get the one that's sort of in the little island in the middle next to the, the stuff. Yeah. Olives. And look at it. It'll say aged and mm -hmm. aged for however long. And that's just a process of basically it's, it's all, not fermenting, but it kind of, it, that's what cheese is, oh. you know, it's. So aged cheese, but like a good aged cheddar. And let me tell you, taste-wise. My, my daughter the other day, she we were talking about cottage cheese, and she goes, it's just spoiled milk. And I'm like, uh, no, kind of, yes. She's not wrong. Oh, I know she's I mean, not she's wrong. Not, it's chunky and everything, right? <laughs> um, now, with prebiotics and probiotics, again, balance. Don't go hog wild, because if you put too much too fast your stomach might bloat up and your friends might not like to be around you for a while. So like, just take it easy, introduce a couple things at a time. But again, that goes back again, by introducing those couple of things here and there, again, there's a couple of things with nutrition, I think that really come into play. One of those things is, can you make it sustainable? Yeah. And, and doing too much too fast and then depriving yourself makes it unsustainable. Sure. Next part of it, we just talked about earlier is sort of like the, the withdrawal from the unhealthy. The next part of it is if you're coming from a place, especially, and I, and guys, I keep coming back to this cause, and I know it's not always the greatest marker of health, but most people who are over 30% body fat mm -hmm. and live a sedentary lifestyle are generally un unhealthy. When you start making changes, that's when you start reducing your calories, you start increasing your activity and that's when the weight the weight starts coming off you start getting healthier 
there's a thing in whether it's in fit in in the gym or in the kitchen there are plateaus that you're going to hit yeah. if you do everything at once the first time you hit a plateau now it might take you a little longer to get there right what are you what are you going to change you can, you know the the expression is nothing changes if you want to make a change change something right okay what if you've changed everything and you still want to make a change what are you going to change now and and that's really can what i think derails more people's fitness journeys in the beginning is that first plateau because they don't know what else they, they can change right so if you're starting from from a very un unhealthy place Let's let's work on one thing at a time. Right. One thing at a time. So, and some people, like, you know, client-wise, I have someone that we are literally just kind of working on ways to help her gut health, you mm -hmm. know, and, and she knows. And then, you know, other things follow. Um, things we can do. We talk about it all the time. This is my new water bottle, which I'm in love with, by the way. Um, drink more water, you know? And again, don't start with that. You're you're gonna be miserable, but just wherever you are, add eight ounces a day. Get up in the, one of the easiest things you can do is in the morning before you do anything else, get up and drink eight ounces of water. Before you have your coffee, before you do anything, you've already added a cup of water a day, you know? I agree. And, I, and again, focus more, this is, you know, Laura, who, by the way, will be joining us next week um, for our fitness roundtable. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, but she used to say she always liked, liked to focus on uh, adding things in of what you were adding in rather than what you and were what taking you're out. Taking away. Sure. So if you're a person that's eating a lot of processed carbs and a lot of processed sugars, we're going to add in our protein goal. Sure. Now. That doesn't mean to say you're not still going to try and work on eliminating some of that. But if we're right. focusing on that protein goal, if we're focusing on what we're adding in, we're going to naturally eliminate all that yes. other stuff because that, that protein, like we said, it, it makes you yes. satiated longer, yes. has a higher thermic effect of food, um, it's going to fuel your muscles. Yep. The next part of this, I, I think, is, is going back to the goal setting stuff that we always talk about in the SMART goals. When we start setting little goals along the in the bit within the big goal, Mm -hmm. It sort of motivates you when you yeah. hit that first five pounds. All right, I'm gonna lose those first five pounds. Once you hit that, all right, let's see what else I can do. Yeah. You know, all right, can I lose another five pounds in the next month? All right, I did. I yeah, I lost eight. And you it, know, you, you it, start to get more motivated, and it becomes do. easier to make those changes. And the other cool thing is this: when you, especially if you're working with a coach, like, and then you have that week where you know, like, or a two week period, because I would never, if if the client wants to weigh as their form mm -hmm. of of tracking, I never have them weigh weekly. But like, if they have a weigh in where they weigh in, and and they. And they backtracked some. They gained weight. And I mean, gained not a pound or two, which could be water weight or anything. Or like I always say, it's really just a good trip to the bathroom if it's a pound. <laughs> it's, seriously, if it's a pound, give yourself a day. You'll be fine. Like, that kind but, of show now. But like if you, I, I've seen it where it, it went way the other way quickly. Mm -hmm. And that was a couple of weeks of just not being consistent with where they wanted to go. And it was like. See, and that's the exact reason. I will say I do weigh, not daily, but weekly. Right. Think, it, it, but in this case, they, they right, and they could gets... not. This this was all circumstantial, okay. but the, the but the bottom line is the cool thing was we catch it. The even cooler thing is is they were in already so habitual with workouts and nutrition that for them to get it 
off was like that. I mean, it was nowhere near the first 10 pounds. It was definitely different. So like your body knows what to do. Um, and we're going to get ready and go, go way into the protein thing in a minute, but I will mention fiber because again, it is one of my favorite things to talk about. Women aim for about 25 grams a day. Men, you should target about 38. You have to be mindful to do that. So if you pick your goal as I'm going to increase my fiber, which is not just, again, it's not about all your intestinal health and how you go to the bathroom, but it's right. It's about it actually affects heart health and everything else. Fiber is it's immensely important. So now you get to talk about your favorite. My protein? It's like, are we elf? I like I mean, protein. Protein's my favorite. Protein's my favorite. Uh, and it is, it really right. is. Because I, first of all, I've, I've said before, like I don't have the world's biggest sweet tooth. And honestly, my protein shake is really generally enough to to satisfy my satisfy my my sweet tooth on a daily or sometimes a bar. Oh well, yeah, because they've got and, great but that's, and that's, too. And that, right, and that's one of the reasons yeah. I talk about the bars, the the bars okay. and, the, and the products. Because I look, I did this, and I left the notes at home. So, but I one of the things I said, if you look at the difference between, I picked a, a barbell bar. Okay. 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 At, versus a Snickers bar. And I specifically picked the Snickers bar because Snickers went in that whole, if you're hungry, grab a Snickers bar. And kind of sort of they're in, in the pantheon of candy bars that might not be the worst one because it is dark, generally dark, uh, chocolate and nuts and still full of sugar. Okay. I said in the pantheon of candy I bars. Know, I'm uh, trying to think. I'm waiting against other candy I'm bars. If you think about think it, it's not the worst. what other ones are out there that would, yeah, but you're yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Um, versus a barbell bar the calories are actually not the snickers does have a few more calories i think it was like 40 more calories but if you look at the fat and the sugar content and the protein at, at your macros your fat your, your carbohydrates and, and and not really even the carbohydrates but the sugar right versus the barbell bar barbell still had i want to say 15 16 grams of car, total carbohydrates but only had like six grams of sugar where the where the um snickers had like 20 some and it was mostly sugar yeah okay yeah. Snickers had 10 or 12 grams of protein. The barbell had 20. The Snickers had a hell of a lot more fat. I can't remember the number. Right, I'm sure. The barbell only had like five. Mm -hmm. But calorie-wise, they were, because it had that higher protein, it was still, it was still higher, higher calorie food. And I, I will eat a barbell bar um, MREs from Redcon 1. Uh, shameless plug for something. Uh, if you if you are ever buying supplements from Redcon One Rockstar, uh, uses a discount code. Um, but the, those things you can as as a healthy snack in the middle of the day, sort of satisfy your sweet tooth. Not all day, every day. Don't eat them all the time. Right. But again, you want a candy bar? And reach for one of those. And be careful. And be careful because there are some out there that are misleading. Again, having like, you have to, if it's a processed food, there's a label. It's going to tell you exactly what you're eating. What's the cookie? Lenny and Larry's. Oh, yeah. I See, I like them, the plant-based cookie. I like them. They're huge. Guess what? It's not one cookie as a serving size. It kind of makes me want to cry a little bit. And there have been times where I'm like, I'm going to eat the whole cookie, right? But it's like half a cookie is it's the a, serving, I, you know? I, so I so you just, cookie. you have to be cognizant of that. Um, 
but protein is So protein is the building box of your muscles. I've everything. said this before. If you yeah. ever watched an old monster movie from the, the 60s and 70s, they take a tub of water, put a glob of something in it, and zap it with electricity, and it creates a monster. Okay? That's your... I'm not wrong. Okay. I've never seen that. You've never seen that? No. Oh, come on. All right. All right. Things to look at later. Things, all right, right. So that glob in the in the that glob is your protein, water, and then the electricity. That is what's coming from your carbohydrate. That's what's going to build the muscle. And then again, one of one of the quotes that that and I'm going to actually remind me to get her to go into this next week. But Laura had said this on the last episode she did, and I really wanted to go into it. Is muscle is expensive, and what that means is it takes calories to maintain muscle. Yes. If the more protein you have in your body, the easier it is for your body to maintain the muscle that you already have and the muscle that you're working on growing. Yeah. If you are trying to grow muscle, now the 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 new science is one. 0.7 to 1 gram of protein per pound of body weight. I like to stick with 1 gram of per pound of body weight. However, it is more like 1 gram per pound of gold body weight. Thank you. Okay? So, if you are 300 pounds and you are trying to get down to 200 pounds, you want to be eating 200 grams of protein a day. Right. If you are 200 pounds and you want to stay 200 pounds, but you want to quote unquote recomp, right? you want to be eating 200 grams of protein. Right. If you are 150 pounds and you want to be 200 pounds, you want to eat 200 grams of protein. I wouldn't start right there. I would start with in, like 108. In, in, and in, and, in, and in again, yes. this is, this is. I saw the look on your face. <laughs> well, because it, because it is and it isn't, right? Because right. when I was trying to gain muscle years ago before the autoimmunity and, and when I could lift heavy and I was in here six and seven days a week, I was five foot, not quite five foot for me was eating 200 grams of protein a day. Well, yeah, but you, you didn't go right. Did you go right from eating whatever you were eating to 200? No, and gosh, did it take me right. forever to like right. get up to that too. I had to eat like it was my job. I had to eat like eight times a day to get that in. See, and that's another yeah. thing when it comes to, to your nutrition, I think is is if you can spread, the more you spread your meals out, some people will say that it, it makes, it, it boosts your metabolism. It really doesn't change your metabolism, but what it does do is makes it easier. It's sort of like a fire. If you put too much wood on a fire, it sort of almost makes it look like it kills the fire. It right. really doesn't. It just sort of hides it. Right. It sort of brings it down, and then it, it will eventually catch back up. If you put a little bit of wood at a time on that fire, it starts to it starts to get big yeah. quickly. Yeah. And it allows it to burn to burn the wood fat, burn what you're putting on it faster. And everyone digests protein at different rates. And the realization mm -hmm. of what you actually are able to convert into the, the end product of amino acids is different for everybody. So like if we were to give a guideline per meal, I would say between 20 and 40 grams of protein in a meal. Because uh, I would go closer to 30 to 50. But so yeah. you would go a little higher. Well, okay. And again, some of that comes with, with the difference in, in uh, the difference in the calorie content that you're eating true okay. true so, but i mean so the general I'm, guidelines right. so stretch it and say 20 to 50 you know in a in a meal 
and and you're safe. I mean, you again, we're trying to make it simplistic for people. So if your goal, if your goal as a woman is to like, you know, start slowly increasing your protein and I tell you I need you to get 110 grams a day, which is kind of low, mm -hmm. but like if we started there and I said, "Look, try for like 30 grams a meal. By the time you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you're at 90. Like, you know what I mean? You simplify to set the person up for success rather than be daunted by, you know, and, the and big number. that's so I am a big, when it comes to track, first of all, I've mentioned this before, I'm not a big tracker. I, I especially at this point in the game, right. I am not a big tracker um, unless I'm really getting ready for a, a competition and really like super, super duper focused on my weight. Right. But in the beginning, it is I find it, it easy to track your, your protein, um, or it, it, not easy. It's necessary. It is easy, but it's necessary. Necessary, to sure. Because then you sort of get an idea of what 30 grams of protein yeah. looks like in the form of a chicken breast. What 30 grams yeah. look like in the form uh, in the form of ground beef or hamburger, um, or a 30 gram of protein steak or what, whatever whatever the protein that you're eating sure. is. The other thing is I like to. At, you know, so my protein goal, I try to spread my protein goal out over the day. And there, I could go into the, 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 the formula that I use, but it's, it's kind of complicated. At the end of the day, if you spread your protein goal for over four meals, even if it's not, that should be the, the number, like that's the simple way to do it. Mm -hmm. Spread your, pro so if your goal is 200 grams of protein, 50 grams of protein over four oh, times four is now. If one of them is more and one of them is less, that's fine. Right, it's going to balance it's out. It's all going to balance out the end. I so do you don't, use your hand as a guideline? I don't. Okay, for some people, for simplistic, <laughs> for simplicity though. No, and yeah, if you if you didn't have fingers and you didn't have that thumb, right? You just the palm of your hand. If you put a chicken breast on the palm of your hand, but it coincides with larger men, mm -hmm. their hands are generally bigger. Okay, they're gonna be eating more protein. So there's there's a reason. And the studies that I have read and the way that I've been trained is I could weigh and measure my food or I could use this method. If you use this method, that's about a serving size of protein, no so, matter what you do. I mean, protein powder, let's not get into that kind of right. stuff or a protein bar that's pre-measured, but mm -hmm. like we're talking food, uh, fish, chicken, beef, whatever. If it fit on the palm of your hand, that's a serving size. So if you need to have five servings of protein a day, you can be at a restaurant and kind of, you know, you know the size of your hand, look at your plate, you know what you're eating. So two things I want to, uh, uh, two more things I want to talk about in protein. First of all, don't underestimate the, the use of protein powders in your protein goal because right. liquid calories are easy to consume and sometimes when you tell someone who's been eating a very carb based especially someone who has been on who's been killing themselves trying to to stick with like an 11 or 1200 calorie Ugh. a day diet yeah. yeah suddenly you're telling them to eat it, all that protein right 150 yeah. grams of protein they're gonna so, hate you. right they're gonna be like how am i gonna eat all this yeah so the the don't underestimate protein shakes. They are not, a couple things about them. They are not full of chemicals, most of them. Read your labels. Read your labels. But but whey protein is protein from milk. It sure. is the protein extracted out of milk. Now, if you have lactose intolerance, there are plant-based proteins. I do plant-based. There are also, um, again, Redcon. Okay. Um, they make a, a thing called MRE Light. Yeah. Which don't, not the regular MRE because that is a mass gainer, but MRE light, 
which is a whole food based protein in the form of powder. They make right. some really awesome flavors. It's important. Can Carmel I side Rockstar? note on one thing? Well, go ahead. And I don't know about your products, so uh -huh. you'll have to tell me if, and you can yell at me later. Uh -huh. I look to see if things are third party tested. Redcon is. Okay, thank Redcon, you. Redcon because... and another one that, I, that, I, that I'm not affiliated with, uh, but is uh, First Form. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, That's they're a another good one. There's a lot. Just look at look at the label. It'll tell you if it's third party tested, then you know that the amount of protein that they claim is in that container in that serving is what you're getting. Otherwise, or at least they, close to it. It's it's real close mm -hmm. when they third party test. FDA doesn't regulate supplements, so it, there's nothing saying that if they claim it's 20 grams of protein and it's not tested, you really don't know what you're getting. Right. Just just a side note. Yeah. Just for overall. Uh, Red, Redcon is first form is. Yep. Um, most of your, your ones that you're going to buy at, 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 at like a GNC or one of them now, uh, of course, most of, most of you can get it on an Abbott. Diamond right. is the other one that I use a lot. Okay. So let's segue. Go ahead. If we're prioritizing protein and we're talking that it can be difficult to get, what mm -hmm. is one of the best ways to ensure that you're going to get what you need, especially during the work week, if you don't work from home and you have to go to the office and you want to be sure that you're meeting your goals, what should you do like on Sunday? No prep. Meal prep. Absolutely. And meal yeah. prep meal prep guys does not have to be a long drawn out process. It does not have to take all day. It can. I mean, but it but can depending be... on how and, and some of it depends on how crazy you want to be with it. Right. So if you are, are really gonna make something that's really complicated, yeah, it's gonna take longer. But try this. Put some chicken breast in the crock pot with whatever seasoning you want on it. Put it on for like four hours. Toss some vegetables in the oven, some whole vegetables in the oven, a little bit of olive oil, a little bit right. of whatever seasoning. Toss them in the oven and take a ground meat, either ground turkey, ground beef, something, make some sort of burgers on it, on it and toss some rice in, right. on the stove. Guys, you can be done that in, except for the chicken breast that's going to take a couple hours in the crock pot. You can be done in an hour. Okay, and if you don't have the time, if you're at a point in your life and your kids are playing travel like soccer, whatever, you know, life happens. If you don't have that time, the other thing you can do is when you make your dinner, make extra, take that to lunch the mm -hmm. next day. Because again, you also don't want to eat the same thing every day. I've done that and it, I'm telling you, it'll backfire. You are going to lack nutrients. You're gonna, your gut is gonna get out of balance. You have to have diversity in your nutrition. But if you make like extra chicken for dinner and then you can take some to lunch the next day and you just do that every night, you're setting yourself up for success. That's I've seen that in a lot of, in a lot of people who are um, very set in that, people who are way quote unquote dialed in on their nutrition yeah. and they eat chicken and rice and broccoli all almost all the time and then they eat egg whites and oatmeal for breakfast yeah you you're you're, you're really lacking so that's diversify your foods you know yep. and, and make sure that we're getting foods that we like throughout throughout the week yeah. uh, that are going to fruits different kinds of vegetables different kinds of meats yeah um it really will help you yeah. be more consistent the other thing it becomes less boring that way well that's true too and just overall health you want to make sure you have that diversity um what about breakfast? What if I'm not hungry when I get up? Figure it out. Figure it out. No. Um, that's, like, that's like, Dave, you're going to die. That's how we coach each other. Right. Just figure it out. I Dave, mean, and I, and, and, in a way, I, I, I'm joking. I'm not, but I am. Um, so I'm going to say this. When it comes to 
breakfast. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. It, most of us have trained ourselves, and it usually starts somewhere along the line when we're a young teenager, because we'd rather sleep that extra 20 minutes than get up and make breakfast. Yeah. Again, meal breakfast can be meal prepped. Um, I have a hundred different things that I can do. As a matter of fact, um, check me out on what we'll be launching in the beginning of the year. It's going to be called Coach Dave's Country Kitchen on YouTube. Um, and uh, one of the first videos I'm going to make is how to make, and I'm pretty sure it's on our uh, Instagram page, on our She Lifts, He Lifts Instagram page as well, is a low-calorie, high-protein sausage, egg, and cheese muffin. Almost mm -hmm. like you, and it's going to look, it's going to look like exactly like the one you would get at, at McDonald's. It's going to taste a little less processed. It's going to taste a little less, um, they're going to taste a little less fatty because it is. Mm. Um, but it's, it's one of those things that it's really good and it can be, I can make, make it the night before. It takes me like three minutes to prep it. I can wrap it up in the foil. Right. When I get to work in the morning, I can toss it in the microwave, yeah. in the microwave, heat it up. And, and I, I've got, it's a 300 and some calorie. I have the, the macros written down as I was yeah. making the video for it last night. I, it's 300 and some calories versus 480. I can add a, a, a Greek yogurt to that to get closer to my protein goal. Yeah. And I'm still less calories than a McDonald's sausage, egg, and cheese McDonald's. Yep. So. We unpacked a lot. This is a lot. This, this was a, a lot, this and this is, was a long episode. Yeah. But again, we nutrition. We hope you stayed with us. Nutrition is one of those things, I think, that, that and you know, that, that is a large part of our fitness journey. Because yeah. if you've never, you can lose, you can change your weight and re change your body composition strictly on nutrition without ever stepping foot in the gym yes setting foot in the gym is going to set you up for a longer term right success but nutrition is but key. nutrition is is the key really to getting it all started you yeah. will look better you will feel better your body will like you and it's going to actually motivate you and give you more energy so when you do start getting into the right. gym or into your workout you yep. will have more energy and you will feel better while you are doing it like we said, we unpacked a lot, so I hope you stayed with us for this whole episode. But you can always contact us, right? And we've told people how to do that. There, are in, in the link on our Instagram, at She Lifts, He Lifts, there is a, there's a link tree. You can train with Carol at, at Love Yourself Health Coach, at Love Yourself Health Coaching. Yes. Check her out on Instagram. Check me out on Facebook at Rockstar Fitness. On Instagram, dwebster023. Check out our Instagram page and and uh, Facebook page, She Lives, He Lives. Guys, until next week, this is Coach Carol, Coach Dave. Until next week. Oh, real quick before I sign next off. Week. Next week. I almost forgot. Next week, join us for our 25th episode. That's right, 25. So it's five episodes in. That means it's time for a little five on five. However, we're going to do it with a little twist with our fitness roundtable. Yes. Bringing back a familiar face, Coach Laura will be joining us. Also, Matt Wilson. From the Do Work Factory, voted Baltimore's best trainer and best uh, fitness boutique. No, best group exercise class. Yeah. Um, will be joining us as well. Uh, so we're going to talk about some things that we all tell our clients uh, that we want to sort of prepare them for. Some pitfalls that, that, we, that you will encounter as you begin your fitness journey. So until next yeah. week, let's... <coughs> I'm going to just have to edit this out. Until next week, Coach Carol, Coach Dave, see you next week.